says he needs to come talk to me about how high my heating bill is. I told him my door is always open. <laughs> get it? I got <laughs> it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> you are punny. All right, all right, let's get this started. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for liking, subscribing, tuning in, commenting, sharing, and viewing the Movement Podcast. We are on episode 10, guys. Woo! Season finale of season one. Ah! Season finale. Stay tuned. We got a lot in for you guys for season two. A couple scene changes, maybe a new environment. Yeah. So we got a lot in store for you guys for 2020. Can't wait. Big moves. Big money moves. Ka-chow. Big money moves, big money grooves all year long. 2020 big grooves baby. with those money moves. <laughs> Let's what, hit it. What do you want to talk about today for our episode 10 extravaganza? I need to know about credit. We are here to talk to you guys about credit, personal finance, financial literacy, if you will. Because I got no credit. <laughs> um, over the holidays, we obviously spoke with our families a lot and a lot of people were asking a lot of questions that we thought more people knew the answers to than they actually do so we thought it might be a good idea to maybe talk more about credit we got a lot of feedback on our he knows loans episode shout out steve kasperzik huge shout out to kasperzik we got a couple more facts to lay out for you guys yeah and you you'd be surprised no question is a dumb question just realize that but um a lot of people have no idea about the major factors that go into credit. So, Courtney, start this thing off. Courtney's Credit Corner. <laughs> oh, I like that. I just came up with that. Ooh, Courtney's Credit Corner. Triple Can we dim the C. lights? Hit him with a triple C. Courtney's <laughs> Credit Corner. I did. Coming at you continuously. Go Ooh. ahead. Sorry. Okay. You see that? I like that. Alliteration. So, my reason behind wanting to do this whole topic today was because. Um, I'm realizing that we're not taught a lot of like general things that we need to know in school growing up. We learn about parallelograms. Yep. We learn about things that just really aren't relevant to what we're doing in everyday lives, but they don't teach you really about credit in school. Yeah, there's personal finance classes occasionally in the occasional classroom, but you're not learning life a lot skills. of basic life skills. You're really right. not. Um, so I just wanted to start it off with even talking about like I had a few friends that I was talking to over winter winter break i guess you can call it from work winter <laughs> but, break. Um, we never take a break yeah i had a few friends i was talking to over the holiday i guess you can say and one of them mentioned how they they got it they had to get this credit card closed out and i was like why are you closing your credit card and like well my mom said that i should close this credit card because it's going to make my credit go higher because i don't use it and i was like wrong i was like i'm not going to use any names but that's just not, that's wrong. And it's, I think that's like a general misconception that people think is that they should close these credit cards when they're done using them, that they should be paying them at the end of every single month. And that's unfortunately just not the truth. And it's going to help you a lot hearing these few little facts that we have for you guys. Absolutely. And again, even to shout out Matt Tran, we sat down with Matt Tran oh, yeah. the other day and he was actually going over this uh, couple different credit topics with us as well. It's just not a good idea to cut up those credit cards. And we're going to get into that why. 
There are some big factors that go into your overall score. One of those factors are your payment history. Yep. Another is your credit utilization. And the third biggest factor is your length of history. Mm -hmm. Now, just back to the idea of cutting those cards. Your length of history is a very, very, very... So, again, the three biggest things that go into that are those three things I said. Length of history is one of those things that is a huge factor. If you, for instance, have had credit your entire life mm -hmm. you are in a grand spot but most people don't so one of the best things that we can even talk about to start for your kids my kids i'm getting my kids a credit card yes because that's something that again we are taught not to do and you don't want to close that credit card out because again like you're saying you want to build that credit age so exactly. once you cut that off you're starting back from the bottom essentially so you want to have long lines of credit so if you have five credit cards that's okay don't close them out just leave them at zero dollars right. and just leave it at that exactly as long as the age of those cards is long so is your credit right and your long credit strong, limit baby. too as well if these have higher credit limits those are even better for you because you're utilizing zero percent of that right. limit essentially right. i guess you could say right so again another important thing is the idea of payment history so mm-hmm you have been, you know, breaching this topic pretty well. Um, and the idea of, again, payment history, you obviously want to pay your cards on time. You do not want to pay your cards late. Simple enough. Mm -hmm. But that also derives into the idea of credit utilization. Yes. So you could actually be hurting your credit score if you are paying your credit card essentially on time every month. So the way that people are raised and brought up is that you you get a credit card and you whatever your limit is you know stay under that and then you pay it at the end of every month right but that's actually not the most useful way to use a credit card the best way the best thing that you can do for yourself is keep yourself under 10 percent utilization and people probably like what the hell are you talking about courtney yeah, we don't know numbers, what you're talking about so say your credit card limit is five thousand dollars yep and throughout the month, you use $4,000 of it. So now you've utilized essentially 90% of your credit limit, per mm -hmm. se. And then most people at the end of the month, they pay that all off. They think they're great, right? Mm -hmm. No, what you actually want to do is keep it way under that 90%. You want it to be even under 10% if you can. So the best way to actually use a credit card is to pay for something with that credit card but then use your debit card to pay that off immediately, immediately. so you don't you don't build up you know a couple payments throughout the month and then pay it off at the end of the month because then you're utilizing 90 percent of that credit limit that the bank is lending you right so it doesn't make sense to do that you want to show the bank that you're good for your money i guess is the best way to put it right so pay those credit cards off as soon as you use them so if you like i was saying to you earlier like we bought these plane tickets for a convention that we're going to in la and I said to him, I was like, damn, you really should have used your credit card for those and then just paid it off immediately instead of just paying for it with your debit card. You would have right. shot your credit up like a couple points at the right. very least, like right. immediately. And he, again, even just the idea of using that credit. So even just to talk back on what you were saying before, and we were kind of going back and forth about this, you know, let's just start off and say that you don't even have a credit card. So I actually started off with no credit cards. My first credit card was is a year old. Yeah. It, you know, so... My credit age on that credit line is only a year old. Um, so, again, the utilization that what I was doing, I was using my card, paying stuff off immediately, using my card, paying stuff immediately. I didn't really see too much of a difference uh, in terms of my score. You know, it, it did shoot up just because I had, mm -hmm. you know, this line of credit, if you will. But 
what I did do, and I'm not sure, we should definitely get someone to kind of, you know, breach and talk about this a little bit more, too, uh, on the next season. But <laughs> when it comes down to it, I actually let one month go. So okay. then I did utilize 90%, and my score went down. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? So then let's just, even right there, you don't want your score to necessarily go down, right? But I immediately paid it off. And then since then, I've been good for 10, 10, under 10% utilization, all this stuff. Um, as I was paying this off, my score has been increasing. So for like the past three months, I haven't used my credit card at all mm -hmm. because I lost it. But I haven't been using my <laughs> credit card at all, period. And it's been like my score shot up like 21 points. I'm like at a 757 according to like Experian, yeah. which is so dope because now that my score is higher – Obviously, I have so much more but you just opportunity. But you, you just said you haven't used it for three months, so it's been at 0% at zero utilization for, exactly. for three months. So you right. just completely topped off what I was right. What I was saying with that. Right, so exactly. It but makes total sense. Essentially, I had to – like, yes. So, But my whole point in being is like I essentially went over – because my credit was so new mm -hmm. that I didn't have – like it, it didn't show necessarily like, oh, like this guy – like it didn't. I'm not saying that it didn't matter that I didn't pay that month. Yeah. But I think that it, it might have overall helped because it was like, okay, well, this guy it does have credit. He is utilizing this credit um, at 90 percent, which is way too high. But then immediately paid it right back, and then for three months after mm -hmm. that. So it's been about a year. And again, even just the idea of higher credit, 757, I got way more lines. One of those big things that they don't tell you is that if you have a lower credit score, it's actually costs you money. Yeah. Right. And the way that it costs you money is because. If you have a 500, 550, whatever, you can still get a loan. People will still give you a loan. Yeah. Your rate is that much higher. Yeah. You're paying so a lot on that interest. You're just paying so much more interest over time, and it's going to be way more feasible to do things when you have a higher credit score. It is. And it's, it's actually so crazy to think about it this way that 90% utilization, so using majority of your credit card and then waiting till the end of the month to pay it off is actually worse for your credit score than if you were making late payments. Yeah. It's crazy when you think about it that way. It will actually drop your score a couple points if you build up that line of credit and almost max it out and then pay it off at the end of every month. So you don't want to do that. Definitely not the route that you want to go down. Yeah. Big moves. Big talks. Make sure that you are paying attention and making those payments prior to slash on time right. and that's a big thing is like my credit limit started with a thousand dollars yeah and i mean that essentially isn't a lot of money to a lot of people but it is also a lot of money to a lot of people and so your, your line of credit also has a huge play in your whole credit score and everything too as well so i think it's also important to note if you do, for whatever crazy reason, need to cancel a credit card, because there is whatever situations out there that people right. do, you just want to maybe take another credit card that you have and up the line of right. credit that you get for it, right. I guess. So instead of it being $1,000, maybe cancel that card and up your other one to $3,000 exactly. to balance out that utilization yep. ratio. Yep. I hope that makes sense for everyone. I think it does. Definitely. Because, um, again... It's, it's huge for yep. your credit. The other... Um, and obviously, credit helps you invest in real estate in the exactly. long run. Right. That's why we're talking about this, because we want you to invest in real estate. Full circle. You should be investing in real estate personally, just in general, because it's the best route to go in terms of um, at least 
your money. It is. When you speak with a lot of like successful people and people that are making a lot of money, you ask them, you know, where where most of their investments and majority of the time they're going to tell you real estate one way or another. So they either did it through credit unions. um, Right. And they were able to. So these moguls, if you will. Yeah. Are able to essentially use other people's money because you're essentially getting a loan. Right. To then purchase real estate, refinance and do this stuff. The only way that you're able to get a loan, mm-hmm. and a good loan, at a good rate, is if you have a good credit score. Exactly. Full circle. And then we'll talk about how you can get those cash deals once you lock these ones down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> cash me out. Side. <laughs> cash me out. Side. <laughs> yeah. That's of the open good. house. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, bow. Woo! Cash me outside the open house, y'all. We're bringing it back. 2020. <laughs> all moves. All year. All day. Let's hit it. Let's get it. Making moves. I did it. I dig it. I dig it. All right. I think we filled them in on everything that they needed to know, at least about the basics for credit cards, credit lines. So don't chop up your credit cards. Yeah. Pay your credit cards on time. Pay them immediately if you can. Try and keep it under 10% utilization. That is mm-hmm. like probably the key thing that you can get out of this. You also diversify as well. There's other factors, but those are the three major ones that you should stick to in order to uh, build because that's what we want you to do. Right. We'll eventually come back on. We'll talk about maybe credit card rewards, flying points, and how those can somehow be converted into benefiting you in the real estate field. Yeah, weren't you talking about some guy who was using like his travel points or travel miles to buy them buy cards? You guys would not believe what people are really out here doing to invest in real estate and not it's using nuts. any of their own money. They're literally hacking the system that is hacking us right now. Wow. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> I get like <laughs> really, really excited about this stuff because it's like loophole after loophole in this system. And it's really, really cool to share it with all of you guys. Yeah. So stay tuned for season two. <laughs> it's going to be great. Like I said, new setting change, new <laughs> environment, new <laughs> vibes, new year, new me, new moose. 2020, 2020 vision all year long. We're making moves, making grooves. <laughs> <laughs> Making moves and making grooves. All the Movement Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Movement Podcast CT, if you don't already. And look us up on Podcast iTunes. Courtney yes. McManus, Moose Moose is the best way to find us on there. Absolutely. We'll see you in 2020, y'all. It's been real, guys. Over and out. Woo. Deuces.